0: this is The
1: Relevant Podcast. It's episode 1048 and it's The Relevant Podcast here in Orlando. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and joining me from Loverland, Virginia, is Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. From Nashville, Tennessee, our very own downtown Emily Brown. Hey, y'all. And once again, Derek and Jamie are unable to record. Uh, We will do a better job planning ahead. I promise you all we will fill in their seats if they're unable to be with us in coming weeks. But here we go. We'll do it. We're going to do the uh, trio once again. Hey, we have a great show coming up. Uh, We have KB joining us. Uh, He has a new book out today. I mean, you may know him. He's a pastor. He's a speaker. He's obviously a great artist. But he has a book out today. So we talked to him about that. You don't want to miss that. Uh, at the end of the show, we have a game. It's it's uh it's March Madness time, so it's a little March Madness game, but we've been talking about Taco Bell a lot lately. So we decided mm-hmm. to do the, the ultimate bracket of the Taco Bell menu. We are gonna mm-hmm. live Moss. We are doing Moss Madness at the end of the game at the end of the show today. Moss Madness, it's coming up. You don't want Grab,
2: to miss that. Yeah. Grab mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're Pepto Bismol and buckle up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yeah, go, hey, if you're in the car right now, just go ahead and drive to the Taco Bell, and you can participate by ordering the items as we
2: discuss them, and, and then pull up Waze on your phone and find the nearest <laughs> rest stops. Because trust me, you will want to know. That's all I'm gonna say. You don't want to be. You don't want to be. You don't want to be further than ten minutes, and and ten minutes is generous. You, you with a Taco Bell challenge with Taco Bell, you better not be more than five minutes out from from a, from a clean rest stop. Let me just say that. So <laughs> that's all you need to know.
1: So Jesse, this show it's it's uh, let's see. This is Tuesday. This is yep. uh, March seventh, give or take. Is that right? Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So we're a little early. For when does the tournament start? You're my college basketball guy. I'm NBA. Yeah. So
2: uh, uh, we are we are like two weeks out from, weeks from out. the tournament. Um, so I, I have watched conference tournaments that are going on the right week now. that people are listening to this. Conference okay. tournaments are, are happening.
1: Okay, I got it. Okay, so this is your favorite time of year. This is yes. prime time for. I will watch typically three to four college basketball games a year, and they were all in the NCAA tournament. So, mm-hmm. or maybe I'll watch I watch a lot. That. Yeah, you do. So, what what are you excited about this month?
2: All right, I'm gonna cut right to it because I Cameron, you know I'm a big Duke fan. That's usually the team that I yeah. have been following since I was a kid. I, I, you know, the, the Magic have uh, a, a a star from Duke right now. There's a lot of Duke stars in the NBA, yeah, too. Um, but I want I, I, I don't care if I sound like a Homer. Guys, anyone listening to this, watch or Roberts University play in the tournament. If you remember a couple of years ago, they were the giant killers. They beat Florida. They shocked the nation. I'm going to throw a couple stats your way, okay? And, and and the goal here is to compel people who are not basketball fans to to get interested in this. Because I feel like, real talk, I feel like if even if you don't like basketball, this is a compelling storyline. Oh, are you? Cameron, how... Just for a comparison, how th- talk about the size of ORU just real quick compared to some of these big schools in the country.
1: ORU uh, is an NCAA Division One university, uh, total student enrollment around four thousand, comparable yeah. to a school like Wake Forest, which is surprisingly yeah. small, but a normal Division One school is typically. Twenty thousand or more students. Yep. Uh, university of Florida or UCF here in Orlando. It's the largest university in the country. Has eighty five thousand students. So ORU with four thousand is uh, relatively it's, small. It's
2: it's very impressive that they have they have gone eighteen and zero in the conference. They have they didn't lose a single home game all year in in what they call the Baby Sam or Baby Center. Maybe Center on campus. They have a record of 27 and 4, one of the best in the country. They are just outside the top 40 in the country right now. The same kid that a lot of people may remember, he's sort of an undersized point guard who pulls up from half court. He he's he's developed the name the nickname Midcourt Max. It's his senior year, he withdrew from the NBA draft so that he could do one last run with ORU. Uh, Right now, he's in the top three scoring in the whole country. His name's Max A. Smith. Like I said, when you see him on the court, it's hard to believe a guy his size is dominating college basketball like this. Uh, They also have a guy who's tied as the second tallest player in the NCAA at seven foot five, and he's pulling up and he's shooting threes. I'm telling you, there are so many interesting storylines with ORU this season that even if you only watch one game I promise you even if you don't like basketball you will get hooked on this team they made a run 2 years ago this is they're way better than they were then and they might lose their coach after this year he's already uh for for college basketball heads bill self is sort of the the comp here where bill self had a great couple years with ORU and is now uh, obviously with Kansas and is the pr- one of the premier basketball coaches if not the premier basketball coach in the country We're probably going to lose our coach after this year. Max Amos is graduating. Uh, So watch this year while it lasts because this is your last chance to see a real. I know you hear every year and and those little like uh, inspirational videos that they play like on ESPN on Saturday afternoon, you know, to fill time on a slow sports center. This is the real Cinderella story. Okay, I promise you, if you watch ORU play in the tournament, you will be entertained and you will be cheering for these guys. That is my pitch. They are super fun to watch. I've watched a bunch of games um, this year. Cameron knows. I mean, how often do I text about ORU throughout the course of the year? Annoyingly. (laughs) Watch ORU play in the tournament. The time has come, people. This is the year. Okay, this is the best they've ever been. And, and, that, and, pro- and, your, really ride.
1: and probably ever will be correct. That's probably
2: yeah. You know. <laughs> that's my concern. Rarely you know I mean? are
1: you in a moment in the sports world where you know this is the best it will ever get. Enjoy this is it. the last
2: dance. <laughs> you, this like we're talking last dance. You know, everyone yeah. watch the the the. This is a real life last dance. You're gonna watch. Okay, that's so funny. Enjoy it because it's 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 you got a couple weeks and it's gonna be really fun. So that is my pitch. That if you do not like March madness this is a storyline you can get behind see this is oh, what. and by the way they're on a 14 game winning streak this they is this, see but everything 14.
1: you're saying is what makes me nervous because the, the things like this are like streaks break and like you're right they're set up to lose in the first round because everybody assumes they're gonna be the cinderella when the team is picked as the cinderella they're not the cinderella you know what i mean so it's like the cinderella hey. comes out of nowhere I
2: uh, listen, I, I, I'm not, I'm, all those are valid. Okay. But oh, are you, but they're not getting national attention. Okay. Like they, 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 right. they, it's not like they're on the big board for a lot of these analysts. I'm telling you, they're still, even though they've had a really good year, they're still underdogs and underappreciated. A 14 game win streak in college basketball is ridiculous. Watch the game, have fun, go golden Eagles. That's all
1: right. right. There you go. All right. We'll move the show along. Stay tuned up next. it slices. Lesson two, almost Monday. The song is Only Wanna Dance.
3: Season four of The Chosen is in theaters now, and the reviews that count are in.
0: Amazing. Did not disappoint.
4: Glory of emotions. It was powerful, heartbreaking, uplifting.
0: You have got to come and see it. It is a message for everybody. I highly recommend that you come out and see
4: The Chosen Season 4. Episodes 1 through 3 of The Chosen Season 4 are in theaters till February 14th. So visit the
3: chosenriseup.com and get your tickets now. That's the chosenriseup.com for tickets today. Okay, it's time for
2: slices. All right, what do you have, Jesse? All right, I'm 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 going to back my way into this slice to just Bear with me. Do you have you guys ever been at the point in your life where you're just like, I just need a hobby, and you invest in the gear, like you go oh, all in, all the, of course. And, that's and then, my personality all the time. And, and you it like, <laughs> okay, I was at I was at the rec center a couple of weeks ago, and I walked in the gym, and they're having a big pickleball tourney in there, and I've never played pickleball, but mm. pickleball's sweeping the country, big mm-hmm, deal. Mm-hmm. And I sat in there and watched pickleball. I left the gym and I went to Target and bought a bunch of pickleball gear. Of course, okay. <laughs> I have not used it one time. I didn't even use it when I got home. It is sitting in the garage right now. I have
1: unopened pickleball sets in my trunk for the exact same reason.
0: Multiple That is hilarious.
2: Yeah. yeah, because I had
1: to get it for doubles. So in case oh, okay, I invited okay. friends to play pickleball, <laughs> yeah. I have to have four you paddles. You did it twice.
2: Like I'm in the same situation. i got I have in the same situation. I got eight paddles Okay, that have <laughs> never been touched the touched the the little wiffle ball thing. Yeah, But we all know that. We've all been that person. We've all know that. Like the person's like, yeah, man, I'm super into rock climbing now. And they bought like the harnesses and the chalk bag and they've used it like twice. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see that you see this a lot with like golf. Someone goes all in, buys Dude. the gear, the shirt, and and they have they shank it all, they spray it all over the course and they're never going back. Okay. But you notice the more successful people get, the more they go all in on just absurd hobbies, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's it's probably 50 50 whether they I you know, there's people I know who've been like, I'm a boat guy now, and bought, straight up went boat. You know, got like the big 20 footer and we're going to be out on the boat every weekend. We got the pontoon, the fan. They gas that bad boy up once and take it around the inlet. It's sitting at the dock, just sucking money away. Okay, we've all seen we've all seen that. That's why this story I really, really appreciate Um, you. You guys, uh, uh, most people are familiar with uh, Dave Grohl. He is the former drummer of the of the band Nirvana. Obviously, the front man for Foo Fighters. And But just known as a pretty good dude. Um, he has recently really got in to barbecue. Okay. Like, you guys watch The Chef's Table, that barbecue oh, one yeah. that it's came fantastic. out last year? Oh, yeah. It's great. It, it, it is very cool, but you can also see barbecue to do it right takes a ton of time ton of and time. you're sweating over coals and you got to buy that big trailer that you pull behind the pit on. You guys know what you see it by the side of the road every once in a while or at a tailgate, you know, that pull behind trail, like Ron Swanson contraption. It's a whole thing. Well, guess what? He's in the phase of life where he went all in on barbecue. Okay. He just decided this is going to be my thing. He said, barbecue is his new, like therapy. And, I love that what he's decided to do with it. He showed up at a a Los Angeles homeless shelter and started barbecue prep for the next day at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. That is the prep. The barbecuing, the cooking didn't kick off till midnight. Okay. So we're talking 10 hours of prep just to get the, just before we can even cook. Dave Grohl stands, starts cooking. He was cooking and serving barbecue, massive amounts of brisket, and he made his own hand-drawn uh, menu and, he, and and instructions of how to properly slice it so that when he serves it to the people that they're not just butchering it, <laughs> that they know that this was made with a very... These are hand-drawn things that God knows how much time he spent on, but he spent 24 hours at a homeless shelter barbecuing uh, uh, for, for the people there at LA. But I'm telling you, you can tell he took some pride. You should see the photos he's posting on on social media. At he's least showing could. cuts of meat and how rare it is down the middle, how juicy it is. Here's the other thing I appreciated. This is how you know the guy went all in on the hobby. He's wearing those like black plastic gloves that you see on chef shows. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. That is next level. Like, it's one thing to go in on the pit and get the coals. Someone, if, if you're ever cooking with someone and they break out those bare black latex gloves, they mean business. Okay. <laughs> they are a real deal. He had those on. Like, That's where what do you I need.
1: Those? those are like serious. Yeah.
2: I know. And, and, but, but again, I think it's just cool that what he, he didn't just throw a big party. He's actually, you know, out there uh, uh, serving people in need. Even again, I know he's, he's, uh, he's been around a long time, but I feel like, Oh, it's, the, the subtext here is, oh, he's at that stage where he just went all in on an expensive hobby, but good for him that he stuck with it. He's not jet ski guy who bought a pair of <laughs> jet skis and, you know, used them twice with with his cousin and now they're sitting in the garage, you know, with life vest collecting dust. Mm-hmm. He's out there using the barbecue pit. So for anyone who invested in an expensive hobby, let Dave Grohl be the example. Just do something good with that hobby and maybe you'll stick with it.
1: That's
0: good. You gotta have a purpose I, for it.
1: I, we, we, we posted this a few days ago on the site. So I knew the thing, because our angle when we posted it was like, how cool is this? Like somebody, you know, famous giving back to the community. He was there for 24 hours serving. He didn't want any fame. You know, he didn't want any attention. He was just trying to get back. I had no clue that this was the item that you were going to be discussing for about 10 (laughs) minutes into your item. Like it's the idea of going all in. So your angle was he got super into barbecue. <laughs> he just got super he into sa- barbecue.
2: He said uh, he, he since getting into barbecue, it's been therapeutic. He literally said getting into it. Like I'm, I'm just saying I get discouraged because I go in on a lot of hobbies and just don't stick with it. You know what I mean? Like I was close to buying an electric drum kit one time. Thank God I didn't <laughs> make that investment. You know what I'm saying? It's just good to see some stick with itness. <laughs> I know it's I know that's not the angle people are expecting, but that's what I read out of this is the guy was. Here's what this is real talk. I guarantee if I if we had Dave Grohl on, I would ask him, let me you were up really late one night and you and you binge that chef's table barbecue show. (laughs) Didn't you? Didn't you? And while you were doing it, you pulled out your phone and you started Googling barbecue pits. Didn't you? Didn't you? And, And before you know it. It's four in the morning and you've invested 12 grand in premier barbecue equipment. And and when it showed up like three weeks later, you're not even into barbecue anymore. That was a point of decision. Do I stick with it or do I call the mistake of, of a late night purchase? And you stuck with it.
1: You know what I've, I've had? I've, I do that. Like I literally watched every minute of the masterclass on barbecue. Like I literally, you know, like I'm going to get into it. I want to yeah. learn. I want to know everything. And, and while I'm watching the masterclass, I was researching the equipment, different types of smokers. You definitely want this one, not that one. You don't want, okay, ba 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 ba. I found the ones. I put it in a cart. But what I've learned about myself is do not hit buy now. Like just leave it in the cart and yeah. just see if I'm still interested next week because invariably I will not be. And I never got into barbecue, but I know how to barbecue because I've watched the entire masterclass on it, but I I do not own the correct kind of smoker. But my, my, my new one is now pizza is like, because of yeah. the chef's table pizza, pizza I've been studying yeah. dough because I, uh, there, we, in our group chat, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about how come. People can eat bread and wine over in Europe all the time and they're Mm -hmm. not fat. And we were like, okay, maybe they're like walking or whatever. And I researched it and it's because their flour and their wheat is very low gluten. And so they can have these massive baguettes for lunch, and it's not the same as our baguettes, right? And so I I started researching Italian dough and pizzas, and that's why they taste different. Can you get Italian dough here in America? Yes, you can. It's this kind of flour, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, I'm going to do this because every great pizza maker says it's only about the dough. It's about the dough. You can cook yeah. it in almost anything. It's about the dough. So I'm learning how to make dough. You got to have a starter. You got to have all these things. So I'm I'm going to go all in on pizza. That's my... Uh, I, I'm skipping barbecue. I'm going straight to pizza.
2: Kn- knowing the personality type and knowing the means that someone like Dave Grohl has at his disposal on a, a, a degree of certainty that it played out exactly like I described. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Emily?
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, I can't imagine anything... Other than that, like I, I don't think he just stumbled upon it. It was exactly how you even like the time zone or the time, yeah. Um, he, it was a 4 a.m. purchase. Oh. That's this feels like a middle of the night thing to decide to just fully make your personality like he's going to be the Foo Fighters guy and the barbecue guy.
2: Or, or, or here's what happened here's the other one. Either he got really into it, or it shows up one day, and Mrs. Grohl is like, Why is there twelve thousand dollars worth of barbecue equipment in the driveway? And he's like, She's like, you're never going to use that. He's like, well, yeah, I am. I'm going to cook for the homeless with it. And then this is... He's just proving a point. And he just... He's just hard headed and he's never barbecuing again, but he put, he can at least tell his family that got mad at him for taking up <coughs> space in the garage with all this barbecue stuff. <laughs> hey, I fed the homeless for 24 hours. Sorry. I'm not opening a barbecue restaurant here. I used it for good. <laughs> it's one of those two things. He's either really into this or he got in an argument with, like I said, Mrs. Grohl and decided, all right, I got, I got to make a big show that I'm actually into this thing. It's, That's right. Really out of those funny. two scenarios, Emily, which one do you think is true?
0: <laughs> now those are both true. Um, I think maybe it's, but I really think it might be both. He made the midnight purchase and then he was regretting it, but then he got like challenged by Mrs. Grohl and he was like, well, now I have to prove you wrong.
1: <laughs> Why do we have a thousand heavy duty black latex gloves on the front step? <laughs>
2: Well, I'm going to, I'm going to use them. <laughs> Where are we going to put these? Wait, yeah, yeah. I, 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 behind the electric drum kit. Yeah, that's getting <laughs> behind the sea <C-dus? laughs> Where are we going to store this, Dave?
1: I, I have learned. There goes
2: my hero with your barbecue pit. <laughs> See ya. Get it out. We got to, I can't even put the Christmas tree back in the attic. <laughs> got all these latex gloves.
1: <laughs> you use them or I'm throwing them away. All right. I'll go use them for the homeless. All right. What I'll do you, find somebody. What do you have, Emily?
0: Um, Really quick. I just want to talk about this hilarious new app to me. Uh, you can now play Pokemon Go in... You're sorry. You can soon play Pokemon Go while you sleep. So No, you, you know, can't.
1: You said this multiple times. It's not Pokemon Go. It's Pokemon.
0: Sorry. You, it's, it's like Pokemon Go while you're sleeping.
1: But it's not That's, Pokemon Go, which is a specific game.
0: It's yeah, not. You right. can play.
1: It's not for sleepwalking. It's not for like right, right, Pokemon right, right. Go. You're out so there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically
0: what it does is it is equipped with the Pokemon Go Plus device. So right. it's connected. No, no, no. Say it, say it right. <laughs> Pokemon Go Plus Plus device.
1: That is correct. The Literally oh. the name is the word plus spelled <laughs> out with the plus symbol at the end of it. So it's the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. So just FYI.
2: It's is just doing a, is too much. Does that cancel each other out in math? Is that a double? <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's actually Pokemon so it's Go like, negative. Yeah. It's yeah. just
2: Pokemon Go at that point. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. But no, they are developing this sleep app that will track your sleep duration and movement. And while you're sleeping, it like you can gain these points and rewards and bonuses that go towards your Pokemon. Um, and so you can get... Like in Pokemon Go, you travel around, you know, complete these quests, whatever, and get things. But it's like while you sleep your pokemon can go on these little so, challenges.
1: So it's a sleep tracking app. So it's like the if you if you're more still and your breathing is lower, you get more points or something or if like is it's, it I like, think like to reward still, you for getting better sleep.
0: I, yeah, I think the point is it like they want to help you get better cuz I I mean I've used like a sleep app track before um just to kind of see like my sleep and it'll give me tips on like you should probably go to bed earlier or you should like try the like it does give you tips and so I think it's going to kind of do that where it wants to help you sleep but it's like motivating you by turning like you have this Snorlax character who's encouraging you to get better sleep and I don't know Got what it. that says about society that we need Pokemon to help us get that better sleep that we're
2: gamifying sleep <laughs> yeah yeah the last thing that we can gamify is, is yeah to shut off all
1: digital distractions to shut off and you know sensory overload to just be yeah Finally, still and quiet. Nope. We got to strap ourselves into a Pokemon Plus Plus device and uh, Game of Fire Sleep. I'm in. I'm in.
2: Long story short, in.
3: <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> We're going we all in Wally, on that. Yeah. 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 If we learn nothing
1: by watching Wally. All right. Okay. Well, that'll do it for Slices. Stay tuned. Up next, KG joins us. Two cannons. Canon's song is Purple Sun. Well, Relevant has a lot happening this year, and we don't want you to miss a thing. Make sure to sign up for our newsletter right there on the front page at relevantmagazine.com, and we'll send you our top five trending stories into your inbox every weekday. We'll also send you a weekly uh, podcast newsletter with the latest episodes, some uh, fan extras, and first peeks at the new shows that we're going to be rolling out throughout this year. Make sure to sign up. It's the best way to keep in touch with everything we got going on. Well, our guest today is KB. He's a hip hop artist uh, that we've been following for years, but now he's branching out and dropping his debut book. It's called Dangerous Jesus. We sat down with him to discuss the message behind the book and why the church needs to fight for truth. Here's our conversation. KB.
0: Did this kind of conversation, this message of Dangerous Jesus like stem from?
4: Yeah, I went with um Dangerous Jesus as a play on words. I think um Frederick Douglass, um it, who's who's been, he's my my hero, one of the most influential persons in history in my life, shapes shaped the way that I think um his testimony inspires me as being a man that escaped from slavery. Uh and in Christianity, as we all know, um, was no stranger to being, you know, co-belligerent, co-mingled, uh, and causing of, of, you know, uh, chattel slavery in the South. Uh, when I say causing, I mean uh, being a part of most of the literature that was written in defense of slavery. Most of it, in that in the antebellum South, was done by people who would consider themselves. Christians and Orthodox Bible believing Christians. Um, he saw all of that. And Frederick Douglass didn't make the, uh, he didn't land where a, a lot of folks in our generation would land as a result of dealing with like microaggressions or dealing with rampant uh, racial insensitivity or macroaggressions uh, within the church and in the culture. Uh, If that stuff is connected to Jesus, some people are like, you know what? This whole thing is a sham. Uh, I've I've had conversations, particularly with uh, black um, nationalist organizations that 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 are present in the neighborhood that I come from. I've had tons of conversations about that conclusion that Jesus, uh, as the white man's religion, And also Christianity as a partner with some of the worst kinds of things uh, is enough reason for us to say we're done with with the Christianity. Let's go try to find some ancient ancestral religion that is, uh, you know, uh, African in nature. And and that's why I like to come in and say, well, you you, Christianity is has lots of deep African roots and it's ancient Um, because what Frederick Douglass said was not that I'm done with Jesus because of the abusers, he said that, no, that they don't actually know Jesus. That's what's happening here. They have what he called the Christianity of the land. And he said, I hate that Christianity. And that Christianity, he, t- he termed as dangerous that it actually becomes, excuse me, he said that it became a, a, a poison to the world, that it was, uh, it was an evil to the world. It, it, it didn't help the world. It codified wickedness. But he contrasted the Christianity of the land with the Christianity of Christ, which he called the pure, peaceable, The Christianity that rescues those who are in bondage, that that saves the soul and cares for the body, that means something for the world around it in a way that results in flourishing, not in marginalization. He said, that's my Christianity. And I love that the the abuses of Christianity led him to a more pure understanding of who Jesus is in finding uh, the Christianity of Christ. And I'm arguing as a double entendre that you think about in sports that, uh, you know, if someone is on the on the court and you like, man, that that guy is dangerous, or that girl is dangerous, or or someone in, in the field or whatever it may be, it's a or you, they're a triple threat. What that means is that they are a danger to the opposition. All the things that would cost us the victory, this person stands to stop that. They are a danger to the enemy, and at the same time, they are salvation to the team that this person is here, we're going to win. And in that respect, there is something extremely fly about the word dangerous when you think about someone that can't be, that can't be bought out, that can't be intimidated, that can't, can't be easily uh, thrown off. They have laser-like focus and they are the pathway to our freedom. That's the kind of dangerous I want to be, the kind of dangerous I want God's people to be, the kind of dangerous that Jesus is. And I think in this time, There has to be. Uh, And I hope that my book is on the heat pile of all kinds of books of people who are coming onto the scene and helping to discern between the Christianity of the land and all of the mascots that come along with it, the different kinds of Jesuses that come with that, the imposters, to recognize them, call them out, and then contrast them with the Jesus of the Bible that's been saving people since Abraham and has transformed our lives and is due, in my opinion, for revival in our midst. That Jesus needs to be recast, rediscovered um, and uh, reaffirmed.
0: What do you think the church looks like then if we have this balanced view and this right view of what it means to be a Christian?
4: Yeah, um, a bunch of stuff, um, and le- let me just name a few. Um, one, I think that our churches will be more diverse. That was a that was an identity for the the first uh, the first century church. Um, they were multi ethnic. Um, they were multi ethnic. They were also multinational. Um, I think care and concern for people's experience outside of our own um, is a kind of spiritual maturity Um, excuse me, it is a spiritual maturity Um, this is what Paul very clearly says, to not just think on your own interest but think about the interest of others and I think that our churches statistically uh, especially after the 2020 um, election, just after 2020 in general, general are, are trending back towards segregation. In fact, they there were largely segregated. We saw a we saw some merging happening uh, 2014, 2015. The church might have been as uh, that you saw mainly brown and black people moving into white churches. Um, and you saw some of the other, at least in our church, we definitely saw the other. Um, our church was a black church that went to a multi-ethnic church um, that uh, that is, is it has people from uh, white, white brothers and sisters have kind of joined and submitted here. You don't see a lot of that. Um, in fact, there are a lot of data out there that shows that that that, that almost never happens. Uh, but that does happen, too. But um, but a lot of that was just undone in the last six years and uh like an exodus undone uh people retreating and um and i think that that is a direct result to the first that's a big part that's the first thing i bought up the first thing i bought up i brought up because that would be reversed if the kingdom was our deepest conviction That you can have other convictions right like it's it's not as if we we can't uh have things that we're into um i'm into my blackness i'm proud of that but my deepest conviction is a kingdom focused conviction that has room at the table for god's vision which is a throne that is surrounded by every tribe and tongue God isn't simply the American God he's the god of the universe so I think given our giving ourselves that we would we would be okay with the discomfort also we would not be okay with discomfort but we would weather the discomfort we would be able to repent of where we have sinned against each other in omission and commission. We would be able to allow ourselves to become something that we are not. That is one of the the, the biggest issues to to churches growing in this area is that they're trying to hold on to an identity. This is who we've always been, right? We've always done it this way. Here are the things that we have championed the most. That's what it means to be a member here. You got to let that stuff go. I I talk about in the book being at this seminary And my son Who is also Hispanic He's black and he's Afro-Latino And uh, we're teaching him Spanish and English And we were at this seminary And this this lady came up to us and said uh, said hi to me And then hi little one And my, 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 my son responded with Hola And she corrected him She was like It's hello And I said he did say hello And and she went on, and then we got into this long conversation about how it was important for us to maintain English, a language Jesus never even spoke. I'm sorry, I'm screaming now. Now my my children are involved. (laughs) And I love the English language. But do you think that the kingdom of God would lose power if 50 years from now, Spanish was the main language here. If you feel that, it's okay to love your heritage and your tradition, but you have to leave space for where things are going, and that does not stop what God is doing.
1: That was KB. Be sure to check out his debut book, Dangerous Jesus. All right, stay tuned. Up next, it's Moss Madness. listening to Yacht Club the song is Saturday Today's show is brought to you in part by the chosen Season four of the Chosen is coming to theaters nationwide on February 1st and this season has everything clashing kingdoms, rival rulers and when they're threatened by the reality of Jesus's growing influence religious leaders do the unthinkable choose to ally themselves with the Romans as the seeds of betrayal are planted in opposition to Jesus's message turns violent, He's left with no alternative but to demand his followers rise up. So get ready, relevant podcast listeners. February 1st is the big release day. Go get your tickets now at thechosenriseup.com. Okay, it is time for the ultimate March bracket challenge. We're about to live Moss. It's time for Moss Madness. We are going to definitively rank the top 20 Taco Bell menu items. I have them in front of me, a grab bag of Taco Bell menu items, and I'm going to put them to you guys. And Jesse, I know you have strong feelings about Taco Bell. Uh, It has been disparaged and besmirched here on this show, and you have defended your beloved Taco Bell. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. So this is your chance to advocate for your favorite dishes in the Taco Bell. Jason, our editor is also on. I know his mic is muted, but he's also got strong opinions about Taco Bell. So if we see any veins pop in on the screen, we (laughs) might want to ask Jason to chime in as well. So, all right. uh, Here we go. We're just doing 20. So we'll do brackets. These are up against each other. So I'll give you two. You got to pick one. That one lives on. Um, Here we go. Starting out with the shredded chicken burrito. Versus the cinnamon
0: twist. Strong contenders. Uh, I mean,
2: listen, uh, no shade on the shredded chicken burrito. There's better burritos. Okay. Uh, You know, burrito is a crowded field. Cinnamon twist is a one-on-one. You cannot take cinnamon twist off the board this early. That's my case. I agree. You agree,
0: Emily? Yeah, cinnamon twist needs to go on.
1: Oh hey, it, Jason, be the tiebreaker if you guys ever disagree. That's perfect. Okay. All right, here we Time. go. Uh, next round: the bean burrito versus Time. the Mountain Dew Baja Blast Freeze.
2: <laughs> Again, to me, not close. <laughs> bean bur- bean is an ingredient. It's not a. It's not the primary source in a Taco Bell item. Okay, bean is a layer of coating on the tortilla that keeps the meat in and the cheese. Okay? It's not a solo item. It's not a snack. That Baja Blast Mountain Dew, you might as well not go to Taco Bell if you're not drinking a pound of one of those bad boys <laughs> down. You feel like a million bucks. You feel like you, you drank a pack of, like, Airheads. Emily, <laughs> balls in your court. No,
0: it's 100% Baja Blast. Like, I can get a bean Burrito burrito on my own. I can't get a Baja Blast yeah. anywhere else.
2: Now, you, right. I can buy one for, like, 25 cent at 7-Eleven, okay? <laughs> a burrito.
1: All right, this one, this is a uniquely Taco Bell menu item. The Quesarito. If you don't know, the Quesarito is uh, the outside of a burrito, a double layer of tortillas with cheese in the middle. Um, it's it's kind of half burrito, half quesadilla at that point. So it's got this like double layer of tortilla with cheese. That's your quesadilla thing. And then inside of it rolled up is your rice and all your burrito fillings. That's the Quesarito. Okay. Okay. Versus the Cinnabon Delights. The Cinnabon. It's the little poppers of Cinnabons with the creamy filling.
2: In my mind, this is a one seed up against a 16. Okay. (laughs) The the Cinnabon filler things, that's just a little novelty. They put it on the board. It's kind of, oh, cool. We'll order it once. It kind of gives you a little bit of a headache. Not great. You know, if you want a Cinnabon, go to Cinnabon. This is Quesarito. All day. This is they they, just, they 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 just hung 100 on a team that put up 20 points. Okay, this is just sad. Get them out. They were in the play. I'm surprised the cinema things were even in the play-in game. To be honest, Emily, you're, it's on your court.
0: So we are going to have to have Jason tie-break this because I was going to go with... I, I don't like the Quesarito. It's, it's too much for me. It's too much. So I'm going to need Jason, Jason to t- figure this out. I'm so mine.
5: excited <laughs> about <laughs> this. Listen, the Quesarito is just like everything else on the menu. It's just shaped differently. Those, those, right. those, those, those no. Listen, you can get six of them in their breakfast pack. I don't know why they're serving them for breakfast, but I'll take it. So I'm going to go with that. Sorry, Jesse.
2: A Cinnabon. No, 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 you, you're wrong because it's like ordering a sandwich sandwich. It's so like, what is it? It's a sandwich made of a sandwich. Oh my gosh. Mind blown. That's what we're taught, And you guys are going to give it to some. This, um, this is our Cinderella cinnamon Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, All right, fair enough.
1: Listen to the 3 so far that you guys have chosen. Cinnamon <laughs> Twist, Baja Blast Freeze, and C- Cinnamon Cinnabon
2: Delights. We all, we all know who's going to win and it's Doritos Los Locos. <laughs> but let's do it. Why not? All
1: right. Here we go. Next round, the Cheesy Bean and Rice Burrito versus the Steak Quesadilla.
2: I had a Steak Quesadilla like a week ago. And mm-hmm. uh, and I know a lot of people might not be might be a little uh wary of Taco Bell steak you are wrong. It is unbelievable. It's great value, especially in quesadilla form, because they flatten it. And you get more area. They're not rolling it up. A lot of steak in there, Emily. Oh, yeah.
0: Again, I was gonna go the opposite direction. I love just like the classic cheese bean rice burrito. The cheese
5: bean
1: and rice burrito. All right, Jason, what's the one?
5: Jesse, I had a steak quesadilla last week. I am not kidding. Get some sour cream dip in there, man. Listen, I know you. Ju- your face says you judge me for that, but that's fine. Uh, oh, I love I'm it. going with that. It's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. you. Alright, All right. there you go.
2: Taco Bell's living in the future, not the past, Emily. That's right. They, there is no classic Taco Bell. There is no classic. They blow up the menu all the time and invent <laughs> mm-hmm. new weird stuff, and that's what it's about.
1: Alright, the next, next round. Here we go. The Power Menu Bowl, which is the only thing I ever would get at Taco Bell. Uh, the Power Menu Bowl versus the Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes. And what those okay. are, if you don't know, it's uh uh. Hold on a second. It's it's the it's potatoes smothered in cheese and sour cream, and they have some seasoning on top, and then come in a little bowl. But it's like little fried like, potatoes. The,
2: the the power bowl things gives the illusion that you're doing something reasonably healthy. It's I mean, just a burrito with you,
1: no tortilla. It's just yeah, stuck in a bowl. I
2: know, but 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 it has power in the name, as if like I'm gonna go power lift after I eat this. No, that is not what Taco Bell is about. Like you, you don't take things away like a like a tortilla. You add things like an entire quesadilla to a burrito, okay? <laughs> that is the formula. Don't mess with the formula. You don't t- 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 minus, you add. You you add a taco wrapped in a quesadilla. That's how it works. You don't take away shells and remarket <laughs> it. No, it's heresy.
1: So it's you're going great. cheesy fiesta potatoes over the Power Bowl menu?
2: The power bowl is a disgrace to the menu. <laughs> it's dragging the whole menu down. It's
3: my
0: favorite thing on the menu. I'm also all going right, with Emily? potatoes. I love. I've famously Good. said I love potatoes. I would eat them every meal if it was healthy for me. Good. So I'll always pick a potato. Good.
1: Easy Fiesta potatoes live on. Okay, next one: the chicken chipotle melt. If you guys need descriptions, just tell me and I'll and I'll do it. Or I think
2: the name says it all: the
1: chicken chipotle melt or the chicken quesadilla.
2: I, I eat a lot. Uh, let me let me just say this about the chicken quesadilla. It's it's a great item to have with a meal. Then that's why I'm saying it stays. Because sometimes I'll get three two or three tacos and a quesadilla. Nice little kicker. You know? Like it, it's it's too good. I can't take it off the menu. I know I know it's going against a principle that I just stated <laughs> about adding more. But a quesadilla is a great it's like an appetizer. You mm. know? It's it's a palate. You get the palate ready. That's my case.
0: I was going to go with chicken quesadilla too, so we're on the same page here. Good.
1: Good. Chicken quesadilla. All right. Here we go. Next round. We're getting into some good ones here. The Soft Taco Supreme. I mean, it's a classic. Soft Taco Supreme versus the Nacho Fries.
2: Well, here's one more pro tip. If a menu item has Supreme in the name, you better order it. So... This one's easy. Trust me from experience. Always upgrade to Supreme. That's easy. It's totally. just that. It Normally just adds I would a pick little... the
0: potato, but I do actually really like the Supreme, so I'll go with Supreme. Yeah,
2: soft, the
1: soft taco Supreme. All right. A classic. I put
2: an NBA team in the draft. You're an attorney. All
1: right, next one. Here we go. The cheesy gordita crunch. You know the gordita. The cheesy gordita crunch or the naked chicken chalupa.
2: Again, come on now. Come on. Naked and Taco Bell should never never be associated with each other in any any way. No one wants to consider nudity when eating Taco Bell for a lot of reasons, okay? They're messy. It's just use your imagination. That's my answer. Yeah, it's got to be the gordita.
0: So it has
1: to you're be. You're going yeah. with the cheesy gordita crunch. The cheese. In fact,
2: eating Taco Bell while not wearing clothes would be very hazardous because those hot beans can come Popping out the bottom of the... The, the hot I'm sauce it
1: might drip places. Yeah, you not oh, yeah, good. You don't want to get Diablo
2: sauce in unmentionable. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: The Nacho Cheese Doritos Locos Taco. The Nacho Cheese Doritos Locos Taco versus the classic crunchy taco.
0: Again, just not even a competition. I mean,
2: it, it really isn't. I mean, you have the, the ringer entering the ring with... It's one of the greatest inventions... In the last 20, 20 years, the Doritos los Locos Tacos of any kind—it is the tournament champ. There's nothing. It's going to steamroll its way right into the final four, and then and then win with these. Emily, you're up.
0: I mean, yeah, no. I mean, the crunchy taco, to be quite honest, is actually not that good, anyways. So, no, like it's it's got to be the Doritos All right. los
1: Tacos. Yeah. This is the last round of the opening round. Here we go. Hash brown toasted breakfast burrito. The hash brown toasted breakfast burrito versus the crunch wrap supreme.
2: I know a lot of people are going to say crunch wrap, but a general rule of thumb is the longer the name, the better the item That's <laughs> get it at the breakfast
0: one. Okay, so I really thought you were going to say crunch wrap Yeah, of course. It's hash browns. I got to go with my potatoes. Really? Yeah.
1: Toast. Okay, this is going to be an interesting second round because we've got Swedes going versus breakfast. We got, yeah. Okay, second round. Cinnamon twists are up against the Baja Blast Freeze.
0: Ooh, that's
2: tough. Uh, I, I'm going cinnamon twist. You got to. You, there's you can you can you can mix things in the fountain drink if you need to get a little little pizzazz. That's a good point. Okay, okay I'll do cinnamon Anyone? twist.
1: All right. Yeah. Cina, cinnabon delights versus the state quesadilla.
2: State quesadilla, not close for reasons previously <laughs> stated.
0: It's gonna pick the cinnabon one. <laughs> I need okay. Jason to decide. Time breaker,
1: Jason. State state quesadilla. Oh, All right, sure. there it is. Okay, cheesy fiesta potatoes versus the chicken quesadilla.
0: Chicken quesadilla. It's an all timer, you know. Potatoes. I'm sorry. I think they're so good.
1: Jason? The potatoes. (gasps) One potatoes. Because I already did the steak. We got the steak for
5: here. We're
2: drawing from the tournament.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Soft taco (laughs) supreme versus the cheesy gordita crunch.
0: Supreme. Jesse, come on. Gordita.
5: The cheesy gordita crunch is what I get every
2: Wow. So alright, here we go. Every I think time. you know people.
1: <laughs> Doritos Lo- the the cheesy Doritos Locos taco versus the hash brown toasted breakfast burrito.
2: You could just stop at Doritos. It's winning. Yeah,
0: Doritos Locos. Yeah.
1: Okay, alright. We're honing in real quick. Cinnamon twist versus the steak quesadilla.
0: I'm going cinnamon twist. I'm sorry to the ke- steak quesadilla. I gotta go steak
2: quesadilla. I can't do without it. Cannot do Jason, without it. Jason, this is do or die. So, I'm... I'm I'm doing steak quesadilla. Wow!
5: Yeah, I don't eat wow.
3: Twist, really?
1: Yeah, I don't really eat the
2: cinnamon Betrayed. twist.
1: Betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the cheesy fiesta potatoes versus the cheesy gordita
0: crunch.
2: I go gordita here. If I've got a, it's going up potatoes. I'll go yeah, gordita.
0: this uh, this one is going to be gordita.
2: And then you know what? I I'm
1: just going to push through the Doritos logos tacos. To the final Obviously. four. Right. I'm not even going to put it up. Okay, so here we go. Yep. So, so now we have the steak quesadilla versus the cheesy gordita crunch.
0: Steak, gordita.
2: Jason, <laughs> moment of truth. Oh
0: God.
1: Um, you
5: know I the had, answer. I'm gonna do the gordita. Woo, it's it's uh, my it's it's my go to every time. No way. Cheesy Seriously? gordita crunch. Okay, it's so good. The All right. Sauce. So
1: here's the final. The Cheesy Gordita Crunch versus the Doritos Locos Taco. Jesse?
2: Do I even have to answer? It's, it's Doritos. I've stated this. It's the best thing on any fast food menu. It's
0: Doritos. It has to be. There you go.
1: That's the winner. <laughs> Alright, All right. the so best item, the winner of Moss Madness, the Nacho <laughs> Cheese Doritos Locos Tacos. There you As go. It be. As it should be. be. <laughs> Well, before we wrap things up, I want to thank KB for joining us. Make sure to get his new book. It's called Dangerous Jesus. It is out now. Also, uh, a few updates. If you haven't been over to relevantmagazine.com in a little while, you should. We're over there every day publishing the latest, everything that's happening at the intersection of faith, culture, justice, life humor. It's fun. A lot of cool stuff happening. If you haven't seen uh, our digital magazine, um, make sure to go check out our fantastic conversation with MIA, NT Wright, and a bunch of other stuff before we flip the switch and turn on our spring issue very, very soon. Um, also, if you haven't signed up for Relevant Plus, make sure to check that out. It is our ad-free premium content experience plans start as low as 250 a month. You can find out all the information right there on the relevant plus tab at relevant magazine.com. Um, Hey, you like the music on the show? You can hear it all on our heard on the relevant podcast playlist on Spotify. We have a worship playlist an indie playlist, hip hop playlist, and all of the music from this show is updated every week in heard on the relevant podcast playlist on Spotify. Go check it out. Um, and make sure to follow us on the socials. Tell your friends, all the things, all the things I usually say at the end of the show. All right. Um, On that note, we will wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Emily Brown. We'll see you Friday. Have a great week, everyone.
2: Grab your Pepto-Bismol and buckle up, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Relevant Podcast Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it